Well, welcome to our first uh, boot camp podcast. I'm Pastor Darrell Webster, the senior pastor of Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church and um, the leader of boot camp. Uh, that whole acronym means because of others' testimony, Christ has answered my prayers. Uh, boot camp is a movement that has changed thousands of lives of boys and men in families for over the last uh, 14 years. Uh, I am so grateful to spend my years adding value to men from all walks of life. Um, for the last 13 years, um, at 5.45 a.m. in the morning and sometimes 6.30 p.m., we've seen one to 300 men and boys. It's very interesting because when I think about America today, um, we have a major problem when you think about fatherlessness. Um, African-American men only make up 13% of the population, but yet 60% of the prison system and yet that's the african-american community but fatherlessness is a major crisis around the country and so when we think about boot camp and the need for men's connect in boot camp um, certainly we are convinced that it is a major crisis in america that is not being talked about as it relates to adding value to boys and fathers. Um, statistics says that over, I think, 70% of kids in America um, go to bed without fathers in the home. Large percentage of those children are African-American children. And so, um, you know, we'll be coming to you regularly with a podcast to talk about our strategies for helping boys and men. Uh, another alarming statistics, over 80% of kids with emotional disorders come from fatherless homes. But what we're seeking to do is not just to talk weekly or monthly about stats. We are going to show you how you can come up with some solutions in your community. Our boot camp recently uh, has partnered with um, the National Baptist Convention of America. Uh, we are also partners with uh, University, Ball State University Criminal Justice Department. Uh, we, our practices have been featured on C-SPAN and aired on 1,500 radio stations. So we have some credibility as it relates to bringing real transformation to boys and fathers. Um, the stories that we will bring you is real people who've had real issues, but yet they are soaring and excelling. Uh, fathers who have um, transitioned out of the penal system, and now they're back uh, taking care of their sons and their daughters. 
and some of them have been blessed and fortunate enough to even get remarried. Also, we'll bring you stories of young boys who were raised without fathers, but yet the boot camp raised them and added value and character to them, and they are productive young men. You know, Tucker Carson on uh, Fox News um, done a clip, and uh, one of the clips uh, title was Something Onimous is Happening to Man. And he began to talk about the issues that men face daily. What I want to do within uh, the next year or so, uh, send a live podcast to you to introduce you to other men and boys who have fell down but got back up. Men who have missed it, but yet they have allowed God to make a blessing out of their mess. So my first person I want to talk to today is um, a young fellow by the name of Jalen McGraw. And Jalen is a part of our boot camp. We raised him. Um, You know, people would sometimes say, well, how do you know your program works? I said, um, sometimes you may not have measurable outcomes, but do you, but you do have witnesses. And uh, I have several witnesses that this program works as it relates to adding value uh, to people. Jay, and uh, welcome to the Boot Camp hey, Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a blessing to be here. Um, so you've been around the Boot Camp, wow, ever since its inception, I think. As a young boy, how old were you when you started the camp and your mother started bringing you? Uh, my first camp was at 10 years old, and uh, I'm 21 now, so I'm 11 years in the boot camp. So a little bit of background. Jalen is a, um, young, a young man now from a single-parent household, and he kind of just kind of grew up in the church, hanging around the boot camp. Um, he's attended college, and um, we've watched him to grow and to be a productive young man. Uh, Jalen, tell us just a little bit about your story growing up in a household with mom and sister, no male role models at the time. Dad is deceased, right? Mm-hmm. Was he deceased at birth? Yeah, uh, he died three months after I was born. Three months after he was born. And yet, Jalen is sitting here as a man or a young man who have still been productive. Talk a little bit about your upbringing and your evolving into manhood. Okay. Um, well, yeah, like uh, like Pastor Webster said, uh, I come from a single-parent household in um, one of the worst, if not the worst, area of the city of Indianapolis. Um, it's just me, my mom, and my sister, and I'm the youngest um, of my mom's two children. And um, I realized early that um, growing up without a father sets me against a lot of uh, turmoil and a lot of things that I'm going to come in contact with earlier. I had to grow up really, really fast without a father. I wasn't allowed room to to play around and experience different things because I had to make sure that I made it to 25, you know, so not having a father early, I mean, it didn't mess with my mind a little bit because my friends in the area, they had their fathers and I was, and my mom sent me to a school where none of the people looked like me and they all had their fathers and on um, parent-teacher conferences it was just my mom but 
my but my friends' parents, their mom and dad would come. So it was, it was confusing to me growing up. But um, it didn't come until I got around the boot camp that men started to take me in. And um, in order to be taken in, you have to want to, you know, learn and experience and be around those type of things. So just throwing myself and my mom throwing me into the arms of godly men and men who have failed before and men who are growing and are still growing has really helped me become the man that I am today. Well, let me ask you a question, Jaden. That's, that's a key um, statement you made. You have to want to grow and build relationships, even though your mother brought you to the boot camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many young men, uh, the Gen X's and uh, the Gen Z's, I'm sorry, yeah. and uh, millennials who really don't feel like uh, my generation connects. I'm 55, you're 21, mm-hmm. and uh, at that time you were 11 years old. What made you let the older generation in? Because I'm sure there's a lot of Gen Z's yeah. that don't think that we can really connect. Mm-hmm. What made you let us in, and what would you say to them if they're listening? Yeah, um, like uh, like like you just said, there's a, a crazy disconnect between my generation and any other generation that's older than us. Um, we feel that, well, some of us feel that there's a... Um, a misunderstanding and a miscommunication between the two to where we won't understand what you guys are saying and you guys sometimes won't understand what we're saying but um, I was always like a more mature person because I had to grow up really fast and I always you know I learned that listening is gonna help me more than talking sometimes mm-hmm. so um, and growing up around the church I saw you preaching and I saw the men from church every single Sunday so it kind of it kind of came to me by default because I knew you guys already and I knew that you guys could be trusted mm-hmm. but for the people that's out there listening and, and that are my age and feels and feel that they don't have a connection to a person of an older generation I just think that sitting down and actually listening and seeing that they've dealt with the same things that we're dealing with yet sometimes it may be more extreme depending on the story but at the same time we've all experienced the same things and we're all the same color mm-hmm. and what you've dealt with I've dealt with and you've made it through to see mm-hmm. 55 and I'm 21 mm-hmm. so me taking your experience and taking what you tell me and your advice will definitely pass me through the point to where you know I'm questioning everything that's around me what would you say um, my last question um, to you um, to young boys who are growing up in single parent households and um, yet you know you grown up in that single parent household and you have beat the odds what would you say to young boys who are growing up in single parent households about the value of being connected having a coach having a mentor Finding a program, even though boot camp is a faith-based program, we're in public schools, we are in correction facilities, Um, we have co-lectured to um, Graduate School of Social Work, so our our program, even though it's faith-based, it adds values and have components that can help um, the academic world. 
What would you say to somebody who may be listening on a college campus, some boy who's listening with his mother, mm-hmm. some father who may be struggling to connect with his uh, son? What, what would you say to the young person why this is important? Um, mentoring is, is very, very important. Um, I had mentors growing up, and I still have mentors. I actually consider uh, Pastor Webster a mentor, and he knows that. So mentoring, um, it's, a more, it's, it's just like teaching, but it's a more controlled and more um, intimate setting. It's not so, it's, it's, they're teaching you, but then again, it's way more personal. They know more about you. You can have more conversations with them. And I think a lot of people, a lot of the people that I grew up around in this neighborhood specifically feel like they, they don't have anyone to be transparent with. Because a lot of the times, um, young men, young black men, we listen to the person who's going to keep it real rather than the person who's telling us, you know, go to go to college, go get a degree, go be, you know, we like the person that's mm-hmm. going to keep it real and mm-hmm. be honest with us. And um, finding a mentor, especially around the church, you'll see that a lot of the men in the church have come from bad backgrounds, dark mm-hmm. backgrounds, mm-hmm. and those are the men that are going to keep it real with you 100%. They're going to tell you about women. They're going to tell you about um, experiences. They're going to tell you about everything that you want to hear and need to hear. Mm-hmm. So um, mentoring is just important, and I think it's important to take action in finding a mentor because one's not just going to fall in your lap. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, they do just come around, and they sometimes they fall in your lap, but it's important to go out and be active in finding a person that you can be 100% with. Well, thank you, Jalen. Um, Again, this has been a boot camp moment with Pastor Darrell Webster. This is our first podcast to help those of you who are listening, uh, particularly boys and men and sometimes mothers from all walks of life to understand that, yes, there are stats, but there are also organizations that's able to offer solutions. Um, for Jalen McGraw today, his mother felt that one of his solutions was to bring him around a community of men who could add value to his life, um, not just from a biblical perspective, but also emotionally and educationally. I want to encourage you in the weeks to come to uh, tune in as we bring you these podcasts, you're going to meet men who, who are professionals. You're going to meet men who are ex-felons. You are going to meet men who are entrepreneurs. You're going to meet men who is just a regular man, but yet he's had value added to himself. And he's moved from just being ordinary to extraordinary. Check us out at our bootcamp website, embcbootcamp.com. Um, social media, there are a lot of uh, YouTube videos out that talk about what it is that we are doing. This has been a bootcamp moment with Pastor Daryl Webster, and my guest today and co host is Jalen McGraw. Thank you. <laughs>